0: Hey, what's up? Today we are going to be talking to Azel, a champion human beatboxer. He makes the craziest sounds I've ever heard, and it's just interesting thinking about like the vocal techniques used in what he does coming from like a metal vocal perspective. So it's super impressive, everything that he does, and he has some super entertaining content on Instagram. And so we're going to get into this conversation with Azel, but first... One of the best ways you can support the podcast is by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're currently listening on. We are one of the fastest-growing metal podcasts in the world, and leaving that review helps push us to the algorithm and to people that might not have heard us otherwise. Our goal is to show the lived experiences of different musicians and different people that have worked in the industry and to inspire people to, to want to be involved and want to reach out into their dreams by hearing the experiences on this podcast. So you leaving a five-star review pushes us to someone that might not have heard it if you hadn't, and you might change someone's life. <laughs> it's like pulling teeth trying to get people to leave reviews, but really that's what we're talking about. We're just trying to reach people to inspire them to get involved in the music industry. So again, if you could leave a five-star review And uh, I would appreciate that greatly. Thank you. Let's get into this conversation with Azel, champion beatboxer from Italy. I'm Johnny McBee. You're listening to the Burnless World Podcast. So I I am here with Azel. Uh, I, this is maybe the first podcast I've done that I don't think that the guest knows anything about me, really. So, like, because I, I usually yeah. do like a, a bunch of you know people from the metal scene, but honestly, I've been following your content for years. Yeah, now, like a long time. Um, Yo, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's entertaining in pretty much every single sense of it. I'm a, I'm a fan of EDM music. Like, my band combines EDM with metal. And so I'm a big fan of EDM. Um, and beatboxing is just something that intrigues me so much. And, nice. And, um, like, the stuff that you make, the sound you make, people say this about metal vocalists all the time. They're like, how is that sound coming out of a human? But if you watch mm-hmm. your stuff that really is a question of how is that sound coming out of a human <laughs> and yeah and so like well how'd you get into this like what what was the first intro into beatboxing that you had that really made you be like uh i think i'm gonna try to take this seriously or was it even serious
1: okay of course um yeah by the way first of all uh thank you so much for having me uh that is like kind of um a- a- exceptional to me because like uh I don't do like many, plenty of podcasts, (laughs) um, but like, yeah, that is, there is such a great connection. Uh, I do much appreciate that. And yeah, to answer your, to answer your question, um, there are like books grow inward, uh, vocals and bass lines in general are not like uh, a thousand percent inspired from metal. They've got such uh, like their own specific sound design. They're so signature to be defined as human beatbox sounds per se. And um, it's kind of a, like, you know, uh, a unique moment when you do just uh, make vocals and percussions together and you create like such a, a unique environment. And then you you can just, you know, define it as, human bee box purely um so yeah just answering your question earlier but like uh, i do um i did actually dig uh, dig into b-boxing in first place when i was really really young uh, i watched rach zell from the united states one of the um like uh biggest figures in the in in the human be box community um that like inspired so many people uh, it was the red bull bc1 stage 2005 but i watched it I- here in italy unfortunately in right. 2009 via youtube mm-hmm. um because youtube was in the very first uh you know like um, you know it, it was the very First years that it was upcoming on in the internet environment, so I was like, "Yeah, let's let's search from some, you know, like videos," and I stumbled into it because uh, I, I guess it was trending. Even if I do doubt that trending was a thing back then, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I, I just I just found it, and I was like, "Wow, that really mm, like stimulates me in some way," and I wanted to, you know, imitate. Imitate uh, in the in the best way ever, uh, but the only thing I could do was just fart sounds from my mouth. <laughs> so practically, yeah, practically, I was trying to do like drum kicks and snares, uh, like yeah. like this. Um, and I I wasn't like focusing properly, like uh, specific parts of my mouth, my throat, my voice, um, as well as I do now. You know, like as much as I do now. So there's the thing, like. Um I uh, I started because of him and because of uh specifically uh this momentum that he created, like singing and making beat books at the same time. Like doing percussions. And singing layered at the same time, which was mental. Right. Like my first reaction was like, "Wow, that is not human at all." Mm-hmm. Even though its definition is human beings per se, but I was uh, I was thinking constantly like, "That is not human. Like, <laughs> there is no way on her that is possible." Right. Um. So like, uh, I just started from from there, and then uh, I just um, you know, like pursued this path of like you know implementing sounds and and just bass lines and other you know like patterns in general. Um and then I I just you know um in 2015 I just created this artist figure which is Azol currently um because <clears throat> I wanted to you know define myself as probably as a as an established beatboxer other than just, you know, a, a, an artist per se. Because an artist could be, you know, like a paint, like a, 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 a painter, um, yeah. you know, a, a, um, a model, and whatever. Like, art could be uh, in so many uh, forms. Um, so, like, I, I wanted to shape it specifically in, in the Human Bee Books form, and I gave it a name. Um, yeah. But, like, um, so, so much happened. Uh, artistically, uh, that I wanted to develop so many other figures, which are Demus, Angra, Terrace. I mean, Terrace is, is going to be something new that I'm I'm not going to spoil it so much yeah. right now. But it's but it's really inherent with your topic of connection between EDM and human bee books. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, there's much uh, that is going on with like names and entities. Oh, yeah, for sure I'm going to just yeah. announce it. Yeah, I've heard you well, I've
0: right. heard heard you yeah. do that Angra voice that really deep like oh, right. I don't know how you do it, but Yeah. <laughs> so you like you're creating personalities within yeah. the overall Azul like brand but different personalities. Basically like a side of project course. almost.
1: Yeah, correct. It's a sort of like alias. I don't know if you if you are more into like the rhythm scene, like rhythm is a subgenre of dubstep. Yeah. And like, I am so much into the rhythm scene specifically, and there are so many aliases, uh, mm-hmm. like anime figures, inspired anime figures and whatever, but they are actual music producers that they hide be- uh, like uh, in the background um, on, on these aliases. And it's yeah. so creative, uh, so out of schemes that generally got me inspired to create aliases um on my end too you know right
0: yeah and the Um, the rhythm stuff i've only heard of that because of your videos and that's R I T D I M. (laughs) like so i would assume just from the stuff that you've played um like on your content is rhythm basically just like super rhythmic, like kind of chaos mm-hmm. but like with a beat like well, how would you explain rhythm as a genre okay,
1: so rhythm yeah yeah so rhythm per se as I already told you earlier is a subgenre of, officially of dubstep um, and like it, it is uh, so much more minimalist and so much more impactful and uh, you know like I'd say more creative in terms of not melody per se but like patterns and tech is implemented into it. Yeah. Uh then dubstep for sure. Yeah. So um it it, it basically has um signature notes, triplets, and variants of you know, like patterns with yeah. synths. Uh the sound design is more crisp, less melodical, more impactful as I told you earlier. Yeah. And I did like I, I I had this uh you know like um, influenced by Skrillex back in uh, 2010 and 11 with Dubstep, also Noesia, and you know, plenty of other artists like Dirty Phonics, also. Even though back then they were doing drum and bass, but I-, I got inspired from them too. Uh-huh. Um, and like these brought me to Disciples platform, which is a record label, then make me discover uh, rhythm per se. Yeah. And I got super 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 into it I got actually addicted like I <laughs> genuinely just found my genre you know yeah um, and I, I just wanted to you know like um make sure that like Britain uh, could have been maybe mainstream one day because it's such underground It's so um, you know like it's so for niche still yeah, um, it's not that big. really. Well, to me, it, <laughs> it's, it's super it sounds
0: super aggressive. Like, um, like yeah. really, the stuff that you that you do vocally, like with mm-hmm. your beatboxing, but also mm-hmm. in the videos that you play music. It. It kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of like the subgenre of metal that I'm involved in, like Deathcore and Metalcore, where it's like there's breakdowns where it is just rhythms, like everything's like yeah. you know? And it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing these really aggressive, like deep but like groovy um, patterns and all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And Like, I think that there's probably room in the metal scene to combine some rhythm influence and the type of stuff that you make in with the metal. Um,
1: Because it does, it just really aggressive. I don't know if you, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if you know about Sullivan King. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so Sullivan King is a very, very much uh, established figure in the EDM scene, and he generally combined uh, metal and metal-like singing with actual rhythm. I mean, it's not like purely rhythm; it's more dubstep. uh, But he does perform uh, like worldwide, and he's really, really talented. Um, uh, Like, I, I, I saw his intention with this connection which is completely understandable and i like I, I love it like um i am not that much into metal yeah so like i kinda you know like not a, a thousand percent enjoy his music but i like i really like it like he's super good like if yeah. you if you shake him out you're gonna um you're gonna see that this contrast that you're talking about already exist yeah super sure. cool yeah and there's um, it's
0: just such an aggressive form of music and even watching like your i don't know to call them reactions but where you're doing like yeah,
1: those are reaction videos yeah. yeah
0: and so like you can tell there's so much energy and there's like there is this like really intense energy in the music that you're listening to and um for me yeah. the the idiom music that i combine into my stuff i do a lot of like european hard style. Um, and Mm -hmm. so that's like my favorite genre of, uh, EDM stuff, but listening to your stuff and the music you play, I'm like, this needs to be an influence now. Like it's so, so rhythmic and jammy, like I can see people headbanging. I'm sure at those festivals, everyone's headbanging, you know, (laughs) and, um, yeah,
1: yeah, of course, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so for Um, you, for you, um, Mm -hmm. being such a fan of EDM, but also like in the, in the beatbox realm. Is there ever yeah. um, collaborations that you do with EDM artists?
1: Uh- yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. Before answering this question, like I just wanted to tell you yeah. that um, the potential of influence that rhythm has and still have uh, is enormous. Because if you noticed my video, mm-hmm. uh, my videos, like my video reactions in general, they do really well on social media yeah. and also on YouTube. And I, I never, ever expected such contrast with like, you know, people outside both EDM and human being books environments reacting in such a positive way. Yeah. Like, wow, that is mental. Um, well, I... It- I, I, I um, not only is the music entertaining and Showcase, good, but uh, yeah, yeah,
0: you're entertaining you as well. You're, you're very entertaining. And so it's like, <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, the, the, the thing that I wanted to tell you, like the contrast that you're, that you found, I mean, like there's a contrast, like you, you find this um, specific kind of music, such like in such aggressive way, but at the same time, like so jumpy, so uh, rounded. So, you know, like it's, it, it's actually also fun. And that is like my main focus that I wanted to create and build my contrast to mm-hmm. uh, to my audience. Like make it as much as engagement, as much as engaging and as fun as I could, you know? Yeah. So uh, practically it worked out, I guess. <laughs> and like, um, I, you know, I, 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 I'm going to have so many ideas for 2023 specifically yeah. um, because I really want... This genre to be mainstream, like on national televisions, on radio, yeah. everywhere. Uh, specifically, because I'm so much connected with the underground scene, um, like with the very underrated, pe- like artists and music producers in general. Yeah, and uh, I do really care about them. They, they feel like my family. So the more I push them, the more I showcase them, the better I do feel. Well, you know? For sure.
0: Yeah, and um, and that that's a good so. that's good to. To see and good to hear. And I mean, you do have yeah. a very big platform now. Like your Instagram is 250,000, and every video yeah. you have these viral videos that get millions and millions yeah. of views. It's like, so mm-hmm. you have the ability to push this genre up. Like literally, it's in your hands. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And that's awesome.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I do focus on the underground and underrated people specifically because I do genuinely believe they're going to be the future of like the music industry, per se. Yeah. So uh, it's not just, you know, like, about my tastes or whatever. They are just so underrated criminally underrated I'd say Mm -hmm. that if if they would like gather uh, you know enough spotlight and enough motivation enough stimulation on their end they would change the game for good like forever really yeah Um, so yeah and what (laughs) about
0: what about the genre is it the like you just think it's like really really fun music like it has good energy like what about that specific genre okay
1: yes So practically I do see rhythm as a an innovative genre, not just a fun, not just an entertaining genre, because um I see how many patterns, layers, and how much creative it can get uh in such a short amount of time, specifically if it's managed by and if it's produced by really uh talented people.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I can see uh, you know, like pretty much super crowded events, yeah. getting like you know hyped and getting like uh, fascinated. I guess yeah. just to take a moment and appreciate how good that specific track is. I guess rhythm has the potential of you know like creating such uh, new impact. You know, because like house techno and i'd say default music genres of EDM <laughs> yeah. had made their impact back then and rhythm i guess still hasn't probably okay. so it, it, it's gonna it's gonna take a bit i guess but under my point of view uh, it is going to be like incredible it is going to be game changing yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I clearly do not see it just as fun or entertaining for sure. Yeah. Answering your question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's, it's awesome to find something that you connect with so much. That's how like really heavy metal like was for me. Um, and it's, it's <laughs> important to find that. And like, um, just for people listening that don't know the genre, like who can, who are like three main artists you would tell people to go listen to so that they can go check out the genre?
1: Yeah. Like uh rhythm specifically? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd say right now, um, I'd say sudden death. Um sudden death it's crazy. Um, <laughs> one of the most talented um rhythm producers I've ever, ever heard. Yeah. Um my top one right now has to be Muerte. Um Muerte from Calgary, Canada. Yeah. So sudden death muerte. And uh, I'd say also um Autumn Hate from Italy. Yeah. Okay. Autumn Hate is so good. Autumn Hate with the H in the mean like in the in between the letters. Like okay. Autumn Hate. Oh gotcha. Um it's super, super cool. Good, good, yeah. And he performed occasionally outside um, Italy, but still in Europe. And he's gonna have his own US debut on the sudden death um uh, I I I don't think it's going to be Caverns, but it's going to be uh, a specific event. I don't remember its full name. It's a okay. bit long, but it's going to be his very first US debut and I'm super proud of this guy. Heck yeah. Um yeah, also uh, just to maybe just mention the other two names to just create the yeah, top course. 5. I'd say Deviate DV8 from Australia and uh NOSFA from uh Hungary. Yeah perfect yeah 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 i because I, I need to start listening
0: to it because like i said i only have listened to this genre on your stuff and mm-hmm. so i need to go okay. actually like play it um but that's, yeah that's like, whenever point. i do
1: make yeah whenever i do make reaction videos make sure to check the caption text because i do credit the artist yeah. every time yeah so the The music that you're gonna listen every time is gonna be unreleased because that's my speciality with reaction videos. Mm-hmm. So whenever you wanna listen that specific portion of music, you gotta watch it. We're gonna watch my video because that is the only source you're gonna <laughs> obtain. Of
0: course. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah.
1: But like yeah, when you, when you see the artist credited, you can check their discography. So
0: definitely, yeah, yeah and um. So along with all this genre and everything here, I think it's cool that you're reaching out past just like beatboxing, like you're uh, really involved in this okay. genre and trying to push it in that way. That's that's really cool. Yeah. And um but with like beatboxing specifically, um like yeah. you've done these competitions. I've watched the competitions. Um you were yeah. the Italian champion, right?
1: Yeah, I'm the current Italian beatbox champion, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so um did you imagine that would happen whenever you started to where you are now?
1: <laughs> um, uh, I mean, uh wait, what, what was your question? Like, where, uh, when, when do I started what? Well, like, Sorry. did
0: you imagine that you would be the Italian beatbox champion whenever you very first started? Like,
1: had, oh well, uh, if I gotta be honest with you, I I never actually got interested into battles in general, yeah. because. I'm much more interested into showcasing, you know? Okay. So, like, battles are, like, you know, are okay, I guess, in terms of performing, entertaining, but, like, I never really focused on battles, specifically. Mm -hmm. I knew that, um, like, having a title probably would have, you know, um, meant something to me artistically talking, so uh, I just, you know... Mm, Prioritized this task back in 2019, and I made the competition and I won it. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, that that feels mental! Like, wow, I'm a champion of a whole nation. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, it's so cool, you know. Yeah. Um I, I I still have the, sh- the the footage when I got uh Cronet as the Italian Books champion. Uh I'm going to publish it as a throwback actually. Uh it's going to be fun because it's from a friend of mine from Austria. There there were so many people from, you know, European countries in general attending the event. Like not attending but like, you know, like as crowd participants. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I'm going to just ask him about this video because it was so hilarious. I was screaming. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, that is sick. Yeah. And you know my face is my reaction. Of course. So like I reacted in that way. <laughs> like what? You yeah, know, I was mentally, yeah. Fuck, that was so cool. That's awesome. And yeah, also uh, apart from me telling me books champion, I'm currently, I mean, um, I I achieved the top A position in the world Uh, I don't know if you saw the video, the vocal total competition, uh, Mm -mm. in Austria grads, Mm -mm. and that felt incredible too. Even, even though I lost versus my brother, uh, from France river, uh, which is the vice champion of the entire world. So I'm, I'm honored to be, you know, like (laughs) I I was honored to, to be beaten by such guy, um, but Yeah, like that. That was such an incredible journey, but that was super focused in the human bee box parts, like scenario. Then I focused more into EDM right after.
0: Yeah, you know. And so, yeah. like as um. As your your voice is your instrument, um, and multiple instruments, and you just have this ability to create so many different sounds, you said that your goal with the beatbox was to just like demonstrate that, like online and um, everything like that. Or do you create like albums? Like, do beatboxers have albums like that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So to answer your question, ye. Um, so it's both yes and no. So practically, human beatbox um, is a, a, an art form, uh, but genu- like it, it's not recognized a thousand percent as music from you know music platforms or whatsoever. There are beatboxers like Napalm, like uh, Gene Shinozaki and plenty of others that released actual hundred uh, percent beatbox. Albums on uh, you know like music platforms as well as Spotify, these are Google Play, yeah. Apple Music, and all the the markets. But um, you know, uh, it's not a common thing to answer properly your question. You know, uh, like a beatboxer mainly to to be recognized and to release his like you know kind of discography. Uh, is performances i'd say that is more you know appropriate uh youtube is the best place ever so video both video and audio um so yeah but like what i'm trying to change is also this like uh, collaborating with some you know music producers and having your own space um to distribute with distrokid and you know everything that needs to be done uh, like a proper uh, music producer that would be such a level up for so many producers for so many beatboxers because i feel that they do not necessarily need this but that would that would be so much more helpful for yeah. their recognition you know so yeah well i mean it yeah. makes sense
0: to me like the, a lot of producers use like sample packs But what if you could just like fly in a beatboxer to make samples for you to use, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I've got plans on this too. So so I'm going to be releasing a a, a 100% human beatbox sample pack on Splice. Oh, there you go. Um, Yeah, (laughs) everything is planned for like next year Uh, or occasionally this year, I guess. But like, it's going to be very late, like November, December. Yeah. Um it is going to be um I mean like I'm going to I'm going to be building some uh projects that I cannot still talk about because they're really really whippy like work in progress stuff. Yeah. Um so once I'm going to have like a pre, you know, defined version of projects, I'm going to just release uh what's needed to be released and alongside a sample pack in order to be coherent with the context and like, you know, hey I did make this because of that. So you can obtain the sounds from this sample pack. and You can make the same exact thing and whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It, it's going to be a journey, I guess, of me innovating, I suppose. I don't know. It's going to be, uh, you know, just an adventure, I guess. I never done these things, uh, but I'm really so much more uh, inspired to do this because I've got the whole EDM scene supporting me and I love this. Yeah. And so, that, yeah, that's kind it. of
0: one of the questions is, um, So a lot of people that listen to this podcast are musicians that are starting out that are trying to build a career that are trying to, you know, push themselves in in a career for music. And so um, just thinking about the career of a beatboxer, like what what are the goals in the trajectory of how someone can be like a career, um, you know, Mm -hmm. human beatboxer or is there is there a, a typical path to do other things outside of beatboxing that uses that crazy voice? Like do people do voice acting do yeah. like what, what is the career path for someone like you mm-hmm. um, in this realm?
1: Yeah. I mean, like I guess what you're more, more referring to are like milestones. Like what is the main goal exactly. of a human beatboxer yeah. at the end of the day? Exactly. Um, I mean, like, um, uh, it's, I guess it's an individual thing. Like, there's not a standard, of course, for the EDM scene would be performing the biggest stages, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm going to be performing at Lost Lands or Base Canyon or EDC Carnival. It's going to be so sick. Nah, there's not the same kind of like energy. I'd say uh, there are so many b Like, I mean like the majority, I suppose, that uh, they want to become the champion of their own nation, or they want to become, you know, like worldwide recognized beatboxers through uh YouTube videos. Um it's more I guess of a uh of an online thing mm-hmm. mostly, but it's all about, you know, like uh sound design and experiments. So, um you know like many people I I I wouldn't say the majority, but like many, many, many beatboxers Would like rather prefer achieving specific sounds and create the best uh, b-box pattern and routine ever, instead of just you know like focusing to you know um, perform and becoming the champion of their nation. It's again, it's an individual thing. Um, Of course, I never. I I actually saw just a couple of uh, b-boxers touring probably to Malaysia. Indonesia yeah. um, a, Asia in general like Vietnam and many other countries but it, it, it was like such a like you know a, a, I guess a, a scenario that uh, required so much effort because it's not typical like beatboxers yeah. in general are not that much recognized worldwide like they are but for their art form per se like their performance that momentum and they just disappear because it's it's just, you know, like a moment that you see a beatboxer performing, but they're not, I guess, well-established and recognized as well as like musicians mm-hmm. and, you know, properly like other established figures in the whole music industry. Because like there's the EDM for sure, but the music industry really comprehend so many genres, so many scenes, you know, communities, uh, of course, there's a human b box community like don't get me wrong, it's really like great um for some aspects it gotta be better, but really like it's super um great like um in terms of numbers in terms of like people supporting each other um but genuinely uh it's um i don't know it's it's a pretty uh you know again individual scenario for yeah. sure. And yeah so you yeah,
0: see yeah, yeah. you see most people just wanting to kind of innovate what the sounds can be made like and that's like kind of the main goal and then from there, whatever yeah. I mean, this is just
1: to. one scenario. And then there's, yeah. And then there's other scenarios where like people want to become the champion of their country yeah. or nation. And then other people just they don't give a, an actual flying fuck about it and just don't <laughs> want to chill and jam. And then don't have milestones. Like, yeah, for sure. That is a pretty common scenario with all the the industries, by the way. <laughs> like people in the bedroom just jamming and having yeah. no goals at all. But yeah, that is kind of yeah and do you what do you think that there's
0: potential to do like um tours as like beatboxers if like the top four beatboxers in the world like did a tour together do you think that there would be enough of a following for crowds to come out all over the place or do you think there's some sort of like thing that would stop people from coming out like a stigma or something yeah
1: yeah so um, basically um i'm gonna give you an example like there's Barry one Berry Wom is a very, very well-recognized crew of the booksters that uh, went to Americans Got Talent. They're from France, by the way. They're French people. Um, They went to the the Americans Got Talent. Uh, They went uh, worldwide, just, you know, like visiting all the countries, all the states, and they, they, they had, they properly toured The whole time which is incredible and um, they i guess uh they received like as much a spotlight as expected yeah Uh, they um you know like gave beneficial attraction to human bee books uh to the people that were outside from this uh context but um indeed giving the possibility to like let's say eventually the top five best b boxes in the world the possibility of touring would be much more like would be incredible. Like I guess it would be game changing for the uh, the community per se because people are gonna get stimulated. Like, hey, I want to do touring. Like those fuckers are going. You know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. so cool. Like, uh, th- there's so much. I mean, like, uh, I don't, I again, I don't really think that like th- th- mainly the touring idea has ever been implemented as a official thing yeah on the human beatbox community ever but it would definitely change things yeah
0: would someone be able to perform like an hour-long set or would you kind of need multiple people combined into like to do 30 minutes in an hour if it was like almost seen as like an actual like performance like putting on like an edm show but someone's doing the beatbox is are people capable of doing 30 minutes to an hour
1: yeah. So practically, uh, you do see that there's a, a very big difference in terms of efforts, like a, a person standing in a stage in front of thousands of people yeah. uh, making the for like eventually even 15 minutes straight is really like, you know, crazy. Like it's super, super doable. But at the same time, it's like tiring. Oh, instead yeah. of just bringing a deck and pushing buttons <laughs> and play your performance, yeah. you know. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted I, I just want to bring you under my point of view. Like it, it, it really require uh, it really requires like a, a very big quantity of effort. Yeah. But I guess like even half hour of beatboxing is more than doable, you know. Straight. Yeah. Like with one solo beatboxer. boxer, then there are also like tag teams crews uh that like i guess would would last much longer, i suppose, but like mainly by default, I suppose fifteen up to a half hour performance uh individually would work how yeah and yeah that that would be much more that would be doable for sure i mean like taking like ten seconds break uh breaks like 10 minutes after 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. Like, cause, cause again, like it's beatboxing. It's not like singing. It's, it, it requires more effort oh, for, yeah, for diaphragm, sure. uh, like lungs and throat, and, you know, tongue, mouth, mouth, musk, muscles. <laughs> and it's, it's all in one. Also body movement. Like you gotta move to, <laughs> to hype the whole crowd. Yeah. It's really like tricky to get into it in first person. But I, 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 you know, like um, I can guarantee that eventually, last like thirteen min, thirteen minutes would 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 be like perfect for beatbox to yeah. perform. Yeah,
0: definitely. And so, are you interested in becoming like a, a DJ? DJ, Where you like DJ, but also combine your beatbox in?
1: Um, I am more interested in like becoming a like. Mm, uh, you know, like a sort of mu- musician, like a musician yeah. can do also DJ, music producing, music production, okay. can do beatboxing, can do whatever. Like musician is an attribute that really would define my goals. Like, Because I, cause I, of course, want to be a, a DJ. Um, I do have um, a DDJ 400, It's still like a small deck, but I do practice by my own yeah. uh, with all the uh, amount of tracks, dub plates and everything that I do have. Um, but like, yeah, I mean like DJ, DJing specifically has never been one of my goals. Okay. Like becoming just a DJ, like not at all. Yeah. But like, of course I dreamt of, of like performing to, you know, Tomorrowland ADC and, and you know, like such huge environments where you let alone as a DJ, you're going to perform, you know, in front of these, uh, this huge quantity of people. And, um, yeah, like, uh, indeed it was like in my, in my dreams and still I, I could have like, uh, the motivation to do it, but, really not just become just a a DJ person and you know, just not just that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have the personality for it, like to be a performer, like (laughs) you really do. You got the energy and the personality to be up there in front of this, in front of people and put on a show. Like, um, Definitely, I in some way I think I, I need to see you in front of a crowd. Like that's my goal. Like you, you would have yeah, so much that, energy. That is,
1: that is super nice. That is super nice to hear from you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and yeah. just
0: coming from. Uh, it's everything's uh, so impressive. Like your energy is perfect, but then um, just talking about, you know, uh, your beatbox ability as well. Like I'm a metal vocalist, so I'm doing screams and doing weird noises and stuff. Um, and a lot of screamers and vocalists are talking about tongue placement and the shape of your, the internals of your mouth and the throat and all this sort of stuff. But on with yeah. the stuff that you do, it's on like an extreme level of tongue placement and mouth shape (laughs) and everything. And so as you,
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much.
0: (laughs) And uh, so like with the sounds that you're making, like what is the most physically difficult part of these sounds that you're making?
1: Okay. Um, uh, Practically, I guess it's the um, tongue oscillation, like tongue oscillation. It has been, and still is the, the hardest part and technique uh, that I always do implement in order to just module and demodule my baselines. Like for example, if I do have, <clears throat> can you hear it properly? Yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah. Okay. So this, for example, is an inward base. So I do inhale hair in order to create this baseline, and um, from my nose and my throat, and in order to shape. To give it a, a, an actual like different sound design, I got to implement the Tongue Oscillation, which uh, is practically like a sort of LFO. Do you know what an LFO, yeah. LFO is? Yeah. Okay, it's a sort of like LFO, which um, is going to like cut uh, in pretty unique pieces the same frequency, and it iterates uh, more and more. With the same baseline that you implemented at the beginning, so uh, practically it sounds like this. So there's a, a, an inward baseline layered, which goes like. Yeah. Then, there's the the shape of the tongue implemented to, uh, you know, cut um the baseline which goes like. Yeah. And then uh, you can play it around with drum percussions and. You know, like kick, snaz, and you you can place them however you want. You, you want like it's a it's really like free space for your mind and body. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for example, like rhythm structure would sound like. Um-
0: so unfortunately, he was he was making some really sick beatbox sounds here, like a lot of his crazy sounds that he makes, and uh, but for whatever reason, the mic didn't pick it up because I guess the noise gate, maybe he backed away from the mic. So the noise gate didn't pick it up, but definitely go to his Instagram and listen to these sounds he was making. He was making it right on the spot here, but uh, yeah, unfortunately didn't pick it up, but let's get back into it
1: and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the most difficult part is just implementing the, the usage of, um of the tongue oscillation per se. Yeah.
0: Yeah and uh, so that and that's that's so interesting cuz same with especially currently in the metal scene um people are getting into like making these animal noises with doing like interesting like <laughs> tunnel like they make their yeah. their tunnel vocals into like throwing air into the side of their cheek and with their tongue placement. Yeah. And so which 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 by
1: the way it's so creative and please people that you're listening to this do not ever stop doing that because it really uh stimulates you artistically in a way that nothing I guess does. So just please stay weird and keep push with your ideas because it's fundamental it's yeah. fundamental yeah just yeah.
0: pushing it to another level and that's something that's so intriguing about what you've been saying about the beatbox community that it's about yeah. evolving it and coming up with like sounds and ways to do things that people haven't done before just it's always innovating um
1: yeah indeed indeed
0: And, um, so I don't know, it's just, it's such an interesting concept and everyone that watches someone like you, like everyone needs to go watch the videos of you making these sounds. I mean, it, it looks (laughs) difficult, like (laughs) the look on your face. I don't know if that's for show or if it is just really that hard. Um,
1: I mean, like I I get used to it because it's like learning the alphabet, you know, like when you, when you're used to say B, C, D, it practically like, Practically, like, it's easy right now. But when you're a baby, it (laughs) wasn't that easy, like, at all, you know? Yeah. Making a a perfect 808 kick drum or perfect 909 kick drum or whatever with your mouth uh, could be, like, you know, I'm going to make an 808 or an 809. It's really just, you know, like, a, a, a concept that it's so parallel to the alphabet uh that I don't know however I can describe it in another way, you know, like it's really such an intuitive uh thing as the alphabet is. Uh when you get used to it, it's never gonna be difficult again. It's like riding a bike, you know? Yeah. That makes the sense. The same thing practically. Yeah. Yeah. Um also I think that I wanted to to tell you that I forgot el- earlier. When you do say weird noises, when you do say like, you know, uh animal sounds or whatsoever. Um, it's like really fun and whatever. And it's like engaging with people and it gets easier in a conversation. Like I am trying to build a TEDx talk specifically about rhythm, which do you know what a TEDx talk is by the way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I already made four, um, all about human eBooks, but this one is going to be about rhythm and I'm trying to, you know, like, specifically of the terms that you used to sort of like uh denaturate people's language uh digging into it and just you know like remove the negative sides about it because it's not noise yeah because noise most of the time could be negative but sure. it's like actually like sounds you know like yeah. weird sounds weird like noise it would be implemented in a technical way, in a, in a more appropriate way. Like, uh, when you're doing music production, like noise distortion yeah. and stuff like this, but noise could be like negative in some aspects when you're making like a combo with an artist, you know? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm, yeah. So that's, this is a thing that I wanted to express earlier. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so you're, you're trying yeah. to switch the language to being more positive in the light of the sounds. I'm, just, I'm, I'm
1: really just trying. Yeah. I'm really just trying to just mm, clearly just give a mind as a, a mind slap to all the, uh, the people that have got, like, you know, that they judge a book from its cover, Yeah, like the human being books, EDM, it's not noise yeah. it's music and it's beautiful oh definitely. so yeah with with like the tedx talk and uh, everything that is going to be implemented i'm going to generally just dig into it more and more and just trying to you know involve even people of 60 70 years old age because like tedx crowds are so so old like from 50 years old up to like let's say even 80 you know yeah it's crazy um so yeah that is that is one of my goals by the way of next year and actually 2024 because i guess it's going to take a bit so yeah
0: that's awesome and i mean it's it's cool that you're thinking about it in that way to even um Mm kind of shift the perception of uh certain sounds and certain uh, genres and whatnot and Especially because there is such uh, stigmas even, I mean, coming from the metal world, like there's massive stigmas Mm -hmm. about what the music is like and like really bad perceptions of the,
1: like, yeah, man, I I really want to destroy this really. It's so bad, man. Like people judge so easily. People have, have got so many like mental schemes that really are not like coherent with reality. Like it's stupid. Definitely. So stupid. Yeah. Wow.
0: And and that's cool. Like, I never really thought about it in in that way. And it's um, good to have, it's good to see someone thinking
1: about it like that. And yeah, I mean, like, if you, uh, I guess at the end of the day, if you want to change things, perhaps you should start from the within. That's why I'm talking, that's why I'm thinking of the TEDx talks, just to, you know, clarify what, like, by definitions and, you know, like giving proper human bee books kicks a specific frequency, showing in a MIDI audio and just, then standing in front of me, you just tell me that that is not music and then we will talk about it. Yeah. You know, exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, um, and, mm-hmm. uh, everyone needs to go watch your stuff. And it, even like the metal vocalists that listen to this, mm-hmm. um, they need to go watch your stuff and watch, your mouth Thank while you're you. making this because i that Thank is, so much i think there could be a lot of influence from this realm in even the metal scene yeah. uh, to inspire the vocalist to try some crazy stuff and so yeah uh mm-hmm. I, and it's all about inspiration that to me that's what music is all about um it's about inspiring others to create inspiring it's others connection. to chase it yeah yeah
1: connection for sure like, yeah yeah uh, by the way, I, I do I do really like metals uh sound design in general. Like it's so loud, <laughs> so yeah. uh intriguing, like it's so interesting. Even though I never got that much deep into it really like uh i I really do enjoy it yeah it's crazy yeah I
0: just to me it's the energy um like i wouldn't i wouldn't be in metal if it wasn't for that live energy whenever you get into a room of 300 people packed in there and playing this stuff (laughs) wow that's what it's all about of just like this these small rooms crowded with people with this super aggressive music that's what i'm all about
1: wow that's super cool yeah yeah super super cool
0: well, I appreciate you being here talking to me and kind of opening the light to not only the box yeah. world but also rhythm. I think that metal people should listen to that too because the patterns yeah. are very similar. There could be a lot of influence, and so
1: yeah, um, indeed, indeed, for sure, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, heck yeah. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you here soon. And uh, I'm going to try to get you collabing on my next album somehow. We're going to make it happen.
1: Oh, let's go, man. That would <laughs> yeah. be super sick. By the way, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Thank you.
0: Of course. Yeah. And so everyone, go check out uh, Azel on Instagram. His link will be down in the description and everything. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Got to get into it. So I appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you here soon.
1: Yeah, man. Have a, great, have a nice one. Yes, yeah, you too. Soon. Peace.
0: <laughs> Peace. thank you for listening through that episode and making it all the way to the end and before you move on to the next episode i would like to ask you again to please leave a five-star review that helps push us to the algorithm and we are one of the fastest growing metal podcasts in the world and so that helps it grow even more and to reach more people and so again thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one peace out